Welcome to A Seat at the Table, an Old Soul LLC original podcast. Now let's see what's on the heart. Welcome back, everyone, to A Seat at the Table podcast where we're going to gather around the table, go through my own and others' poetries, writings, and more. We're going to delve into the matters of the heart and learn more about ourselves and hopefully others. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your copy of The Paper Airplane Effect Volume 1, The Good, Bad, and Ugly of Transparency, as this will be the first book we go through on this podcast. It's available at www.ospublishing.com. There you'll find my book, as well as other merch. I've got prints, we've got hoodies and t-shirts, and just a bunch of inspiration. So we're going to start off by reading the sixth letter from the book called Find the Positive Change. Find the Positive Change. What's your outlook like? We can choose to look at the negative or the positive. This is especially important to look at and check when walking into a new season of life. Change is uncomfortable and scary, but it's all a part of life. You can look at the negative of change or try to find the good. Negative things like to stick out so they can make us sad, mad, angry, bitter, and break down our faith overall. You have to put forth the effort to find the positive sometimes. It's hard, but there's always a positive. Always. So today and every day from now on, embrace change with a positive outlook and act in the positive. Sincerely, someone changing. I wrote this when I was going through so much change and trying to figure out what my life would and could look like. I was trying to figure out what kind of career and life I wanted for myself. And as most of you know, when coming directly out of high school, The thought of trying to plan out your life is truly a daunting task, especially if you're already struggling with your identity. I was fresh out of high school, looking for a job. I was probably an assistant teacher and trying to figure out what I was going to do. I was ready to move on, but I didn't know what that looked like. And especially when you have so many different people telling you so many different things about what your life could, would, should B, it gets overwhelming and it can affect your outlook on life overall. How you see change is change this daunting, scary, horrible thing, or is change something good? Is it something fresh? Is it something revitalizing? As they say in Hamilton, the Broadway play, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. I mean, that's not where that quote came from, but they use it. And isn't that so true? If you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. If you stand, if you don't have a stand in saying, I'm going to look for the positive in this situation. And this is how I'm going to view all these different situations and changes and all these different things. You'll allow other people to come and influence your view. 
if you cannot frame and take captive your own thoughts, believe you me, others will do it for you, consciously and unconsciously. Honestly, I believe perspective is everything. And change is always going to be inevitable. We can't stop life from going on and stop change from happening. Things are changing every day. It's something that we can't control. Sometimes. Other times, we do cause that change and we do want this change and we do desire change and so we change. We, we choose to change jobs. We choose to move to a different place. We choose to do all kinds of different change. Isn't it funny how it's so easy for us to view change as such a positive and happy-go-lucky thing when we consciously believe it works everything out for our good. But when something doesn't blatantly show you that this is better for you, we then have an issue with finding the positive of the change. And it's not always that it's an issue to find the positive and change. It's just now you gotta look. And the reason I say you consciously see that it's for your good is because we see that in Romans 8.28, it says, And we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. We also see it in Jeremiah 29.11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. So regardless of what change is happening, it could be a horrible situation that is happening in all this change, or the change is stemming from this negative action or negative event. Zoom out, and I just want to encourage you and remind you, he's working all things out for your good. This one negative perspective that is circling in your head of this change is not the end game. End game, God says, is he's working all things out for our good. Sometimes in those dark places in life, you have to really strive to find some positive. When you're in those dark spaces in your head, you're in the funk of a depression, you're in these whirlwinds of chaos and stress and anxiety and you know suicidal thoughts or whatever it is, it's so hard to think of something positive sometimes. Sometimes people's solution to your situation, your whole breakdown that you're having is, well, just find something positive to think about. If you don't struggle with those things, I'm going to let you know now, it's, always, it's not always that easy. It, it's hard sometimes to think of that one positive thing when you are in the thick of the trenches. One thing I love when I'm in those kinds of situations is when somebody comes down and gets in the trenches with me and says, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. 
look at these things that are positive in your life that are good. Let's go do one of those. Let's go focus on one of those. Let's shift the atmosphere. Let's change the environment and let's go conquer, right? Because everything is a war. And if you stay in the funk and you sit in the battle and when you're down, you need to go recharge. You got to go back to the medic's tent and you got to recharge. You got to get it back together so we can go back to the war. One positive outlook that you can have when you're in those dark places, you're alive. Life might suck, but you're alive. Life is hard. Life is not always a positive experience, but there's always a positive outlook. You survived. You made it. There are plenty of other things. You live in a free country, although it doesn't always seem grand and glorious. You have access to technology, whatever you're listening to this podcast on. You hopefully have food on your table, a roof over your head, something to drink. You have access to clean water. There's plenty of things to be positive about. You woke up this morning. You, let's even go even lighter. I got out of bed this morning. I opened the curtains. I, I'm in, I'm able to live, breathe, and have my being. God loves me, cares for me, cherishes me, and will never forsake me. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. God doesn't simply want us to have a life, but to have an abundant life that overflows with the goodness of his mercies and grace, that overflows with every good and perfect gift he has for us. Whereas the enemy, he's only coming to steal, kill, and destroy. The devil is constantly on the move to steal, kill, and destroy. He does this in attempts to break down and negatively affect our spirit, soul, and body. Because remember what I said earlier. If you cannot frame and take captive captive your own thoughts, believe you me, others will do it for you. Enemy is coming. And it's always trying to steal, kill, and destroy the positive of change. And steal your outlook on every situation. He's trying to take those words that are coming from one person and come to you and twist them in the air just enough to steal the positive out of it, to kill the joy, and to destroy your faith. At the end of the letter, I say, so today and every day from now on, Embrace change with a a positive outlook and act in that positive. I I love that sentence. You see that there's a vow today and every day. From now on, embrace change. You can even say that to, to yourself. On my little board here, 
to say to myself in the morning, today and every day from now on, I will embrace change with a positive outlook. And that last little phrase that says, act in the positive, don't act off of your negative thought patterns and behaviors, because it probably ain't going to lead down a good path. But act in that positive, act in the joy of the Lord, act in thanksgiving for what is happening. Act in that positive thought of, wow, I love the mountains and the mountains are beautiful. Let's go take a drive. Let's drive up to the mountains and go see something beautiful. I love Campbell's frozen custard. I'm going to go get myself some Campbell's frozen custard. Go get myself some ice cream. Because that is something positive that I can tangibly see. I'm grateful for everything that I've survived. And so how do I act on that? I continue to live, survive, and give God glory for it. So we're going to move on to our inspirational quote of the week. It wasn't any of the other ones I said earlier in this letter, but it's a great quote. Maturity is learning to walk away from people and situations that threaten your peace of mind. Wow. Sometimes we need to recognize, sometimes we need to recognize that sometimes the best solution to a toxic relationship is taking a few steps back for the betterment of our souls. This is not to say that walking away from someone is the key to people stepping on another's ego. I've had people come to me and tell me, well, I'm just going to, you know, I'm leaving. I'm going to walk away, you know, and never look back. I, I've never encouraged it when it's just an impulse thing. When it's a toxic situation, I say, yeah, I think we maybe should, you know, take a couple steps back, process some things, and, and either move forward in this relationship in a new way, or maybe it'll be time to end it if that's, you know, the way that the Lord leads us. But never have I encouraged somebody to just stop talking. Say, nope, I'm done. But there's a sense of maturity in learning to walk away from people and situations that threaten your peace of mind. If you have no peace in your own home, if you have no peace in your life, it's time to make a change. That's not to say it's time to just start walking away from everything. It's time to take a beat. Stop, pause, think. What is robbing my peace of mind, my joy, what is robbing me? What is the enemy coming and stealing, killing, and destroying in this life, in this situation? And it's time to go to war. It's time to cast him down because he has no place in your life. He's not a stakeholder in the process of your life, of your healing. He is a pest like a rat and a roach in your house. Let's go get the exterminator.
because they're robbing our peace. They're robbing our food, our life source. Again, that quote is maturity is learning to walk away from people and situations that threaten your peace of mind. Now we're going on to my favorite topic. Song of the week. Love it, love it, love it. This week's song of the week is Firm Foundation Won't Fail by Maverick City Music. You know Maverick City is just popping out hit after hit recently. The worship is popping, y'all. Firm Foundation is one of their newer songs that just came out not too long ago. Um, It's filled with such beautiful lyrics about, obviously, Christ being our firm foundation. Um, you know, Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand. When everything around me is shaken, I've never been more glad. That That's, like, mind-blowing to me, you know? When everything is shaking, I've never been happier. When everything in your life is falling apart and shaking and flying around and lives are changing and... Chaos is is all that you can see. I'm so glad. Like, what? Who, who says that? But isn't that so true, though? With God on my side, what do I need to fear? What do I need to be stressed about? He's working it all out for my good. You know, it's like, it, it's just, oh, okay, let's keep going. That I put my faith in Jesus. Because ne- he's never let me down. He's faithful through the ages. So why would he fail me now? He won't. Whoa. My- they could have just said that and walked away. Because that's a ministering right there. I put my faith in Jesus. And he's never let me down. He's faithful for th- through the generations. That's a fact. He is faithful through the generations. And then he- he- they pose the question... So why would he fail me now? He's been doing it all this time. Why would he fail me now? Answer, he won't. Um, I still have joy and chaos. I've got peace that makes no sense. I won't be going under. I'm not held by my own strength. Because I've built my life on Jesus. He's never let me down. He's faithful in every season. So why would he fail me now? He won't. But this is the part that I wanted from this, that I really wanted to mention in the podcast. When I heard it, I was like, oh oh my gosh, I need to talk about this. Because it goes so perfectly with the find the positive change letter. It says, rain came, wind blew, but my house was built on you. I'm safe with you. I'm going to make it through. Oh my gosh. It could probably bring me to tears if I read it enough. I love the visual aspect because I'm a very visual person and I have a very strong imagination. And I just, I see that. Like rain coming, wind blowing. I'm thinking Hurricane Katrina. 
But regardless, my house was built on you. And I'm safe with you. It doesn't matter what's going on around me. The winds and storms of life. Whether it be your kids, your marriage, your family, your job, your dog, you know, anything, your community. The storm can come. Storms can come, they wipe things out, they tear things down, they uproot trees that have been established for decades and throws them to the curb. Storms come and shake things up. But what is your house built on? What is your house built on? This verse goes back to the story This song references Matthew 7, uh, especially verses 24 through 27, about the man who builds his house on the rock, and that the rain fell, and floods came, and winds blew all around, um, but but it didn't fall, because it built on a foundation that was made out of rock. Um, and we see that Christ is our firm foundation. And like I said, I feel like this song perfectly touches on the concept of this week's letter. Maverick City, they recognize the storms of life are going to come, but the focus is that my house is built on the firm foundation of Christ, so I won't be shaken. This, it's very ignorant to think and to act as though there's nothing bad that happens in our life. And we're just not going to address it. We're just going to, we're only going to focus on that God is good. And he is. But that doesn't mean we can't say, hey, I'm really struggling right now. The winds are coming. The rain is beating down. There's a tornado in my front yard. I'm scared. I'm stressed. I'm filled with fear, anxiety, and trepidation. Because we're not always going to be at 100. Sometimes we're only at a 20. But being in community, we can help you. Let, let us help you put those boards on those windows. And let's go into our war room. And let's strategize and plan out and figure out what we're going to do. And let's pray. Let's get, let's, get into bo- let's get into battle. And let's shift our focus, shift our thought process, and focus on the good. Yes, there's a storm outside. Yes, this house feels like it's trying to get picked up off the ground, but it was anchored to that firm foundation. So let's focus on that. Let's focus on the positive of change. Because when the storm passes, and this too shall pass, we'll be able to walk outside and rebuild. Rebuild those things that were shaken. And go out and help others who didn't weather the storm the same way. If, like we said last week, we are thermostats and not simply thermometers, regardless of what's going on around us, we will remain constant and steadfast on the things above and won't just state fact and go with the constant back and forth of the highs and lows of society. You know, those people who, you know, it's like, oh, we're up one minute, we're down the next, we're up one minute, we're down the next. That's just stressful. Just be a constant person. 
like I said, we're not always going to be at 100, but to have that person who you can always look to and say, when I lost my job, God is good. When I lost my child, God is good. When I'm walking in a grocery store and someone hands me a 20 for no reason other than to bless me, God is good. Whether I win or whether I lose, God is good. That is always finding the positive of a situation, of change. With that being said, everyone, thank you for joining in and listening to this week's episode of A Seat at the Table. I'm your host, Alex Berry. And until next time, stay inspired, my friends. Thank you.